Hi, listeners. It's Tenant Michael here. And Landlord James. And unfortunately, we've got some bad news. Yeah, we're both heavily in debt and on the run from the Canadian Revenue Agency. And there's no way out. So we have started a Patreon account. If you're so inclined, you can help support the show and help save our heinies. And believe me, these heinies are worth saving. What? Anyway, for $2 a month, you will get to become an official friend of the Landlord and Tenant pod mess. A pretty coveted position. For 5 bucks, you'll get a monthly bonus episode. Premium content, my friends. And for $10 a month, you get all the bonus episodes plus free entry to any of our live shows during the year where you can see what our bodies look like. Including our delicious and juicy heinies. Rewards begin once we hit $100 a month. So it's not going to take that long. Our fans are generous. If you want to help save us, go to patreon.com slash landlord tenant. We truly appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Mike, look out. A CRA agent. Run! He's dead. Welcome to the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And I'm the other host. And my name, Je m'appelle Tenant Mike. Oh. That's for some of our French listeners. This is a Canadian podcast, so I, just, I thought it'd be nice to do a little bilingual uh, intro. Do you think a lot of sort of French-speaking people would listen to this English-speaking podcast, Mike? Hmm. Now, there's an interesting question. I hope we have a Francophone uh, contingent among our Canadian listeners, but I, I, I seriously doubt it. Well, if you're French-speaking, send us an email. If you speak French and you're a fan of this show and you're willing to do a sort of running audio translation of our episodes, please get in touch. and We'd love to make that happen. Our email address is um, it's ltpodmess at gmail.com. If you can even understand this. Right. Which you may, you wouldn't if you're French. Yes, anyway. they don't speak the same language as us. How are you doing, Mike? Um, I'm all right, but I was a little shaken up um, earlier this week. Uh, did you hear the big music news this week? Oh, uh, no. Was there a new So, um, Sir Paul McCartney um, has a new album out. I believe it's called Egypt Station. Egypt is a country I'd love to visit one day. Um, but he did an interview with uh, Gentleman Quarterly, Gentleman's Quarterly, GQ. Okay. Um, and I can't believe you didn't hear about this. I know you're a GQer. Okay, I might have actually. I think I did hear about this interview. Yeah. So, in the course of the interview, Sir Paul... Um, went on a strange tangent, and he, he talked about how back in the day, uh, he and the other Beatles uh, occasionally would sit together in a dark room and touch themselves. Wank uh, off. Sure, if you're, for our British listeners, wank, wank off. And um, I read this, and I flung my copy of GQ across 
the room here and I threw away all my Beatles records, my Wings records, and my solo McCartney uh, music because that that just creeped me out. Why? He's a, He's been knighted by the Queen, and that's not the kind of uh, behavior I expect from a sir. It's disgusting. And think of how young kids who look up to him um, think of how that looks to them when they're hearing this guy talking about, oh, it's good to get together with your bandmates and just uh, touch each other in the dark. In the dark! You don't think... You, first of all, you don't think knights wank off? Um, Imagine knights in the <laughs> Middle Ages. Those guys were probably sex freaks. All that testosterone? The rush of killing a serf or whatever? So you're telling me if you could go back in time and be a knight and you killed a serf who didn't pay... Oh. It's a landlord-tenant situation. Yes. A knight killing a serf who refuses to give up his grain. Or I wish maybe... they still allowed it. So you would stab him with your broadsword, and uh, as the family was screaming and crying, and you lit his hut on fire, you would just w- whip it out and start going at no. it with, with your own... <laughs> not Touching at... yourself? Uh, obviously what? not in front of his family, but I'm just saying, when you got home and you went in your castle, you're telling me you wouldn't jerk off? Of course you would. Listen, I'm familiar with the, the, the legend of King Arthur and his Knights of the Round Table, and there is, unless I've misread it, there's nothing about the knights sitting around that famous table and whipping it out and all touching themselves. Well, maybe they didn't include it in the book, okay? Okay, that's point one. Point two, listeners know I'm in the music business now. I've got this single out, The Kissing Olympics, Nadia's singing it. Check it out on the Russian streaming website, musikaya.ru. Which I believe gave me a computer virus, no, by the way. No, you probably... That, that, that's a rumor. That's not... You do not get a virus from it. Um, I'm in the music biz, okay? Let me tell you something. That happens all the time. Every band you like, I guarantee you, they, at some point or another, were in a dark room and were jerking off. I guarantee you. Every band. I guarantee it. Um, okay, how about, uh, oh, uh, the Irish Rovers. Are you telling me with a straight face the Irish Rovers who sang the Unicorn song or uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, that they would sit together in their Irish pub and turn down the lights and just become disgusting? You know what? Yeah, a couple Guinnesses in. I guarantee it. The bare naked ladies. Are you telling me that Hell yes. Toronto's bare naked ladies sit together in the dark like a pack of perverts and just I don't know, but Stephen uh what's the main guy's name? Well, formerly Stephen Page. Stephen Page is a freak, isn't he? Well, I mean that's he went to be... got arrested in Rochester. Well, he wasn't arrested in Rochester for touching yeah, himself. Wasn't he with two women and a bunch of cocaine? Well, that's very that's very different. Not still not good, but he was, my goodness, not sitting in the dark with his bandmates. You're obsessing over someone sitting in the dark, pleasuring themselves. Let people do what they want to do. <clears throat> Let me tell you guys something. I had never listened to the Beatles before the, I read this story. I didn't give... They seemed like, you know, old band, who cares? I read that story and I thought, okay, now I'm, I'll give this band a chance. So I downloaded all their albums after that. I paid for them too, iTunes. I downloaded all the albums. It's great. Good music. So it wasn't until this story broke about this de- degenerate behavior by the four lads from Liverpool that you even got into the Beatles. My Absolutely. God. That's just sad. It's not just sad, Mike. It's 2018. And as listeners know, I'm very into EDM, 
trance music, house, drum and bass. Uh, I'm not, you know, not into the oldies, but you know what? I have to admit, I read the story. I thought, what a cool, that's a guy who gets it. I listened to their albums. Good songs. Help. Woo. Yeah. Well, they, sh- they certainly seem to have needed help uh, from a licensed um, sex therapist back then. <laughs> it's too bad. Mike, you're uh, somewhere pressed. Luckily, I mean, it's a mixed blessing. Only two Beatles are still with us, so they can't really get together and do that disgusting stuff anymore. Uh, it would have to just be Sir Paul and uh, Sir Ringo, and I don't want to see that. They're all in their early 70s. Imagine them getting together today in a dark room and... Getting up to their old tricks. Mike, you're obsessed. Don't you see this? You can't no. stop thinking about these Beatles in a dark it's, room whacking it's off. It's ruined my... They never on the intro. They never, it never goes this long on I one know, topic. I know, I know. I'm just really... get it out of your head. It's a... You know, it really got my goat and has ruined my ability to enjoy songs like Yesterday, <laughs> uh, And Your Bird Can Sing, and even Blackbird. Well, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I strongly disagree with you right. on this. I love that McCartney admitted this because everyone in the music business knows that's just what you do. Trust me. Ever heard of the band Limp Biscuit? You know what that's a reference to? Mm. Oh, you don't want to know. You're right. I don't. <clears throat> wow. God. Uh, not um, off to a great start. Not off to a great start. Um, but here's something hopefully that will brighten the mood. Uh, we would like to thank... Any of our listeners who have been kind enough to once again donate to our Patreon. Thank you so much. Um, my money's all tied up in the single. Mike is broke as hell. And it's so true. we're we would love to cover our, our costs and thank you so much. Really appreciate the people who did it. Yeah. I, I we should I'd love to give them a shout out, but maybe that'd be embarrassing. We should ask them if they'd like us to say their names. Maybe some of them are, you know, in witness protection. Maybe they don't maybe they're shy, maybe they don't want their to hear. They their might names. be embarrassed to have it be known that they like the podcast. <laughs> Possibly. So anyway, we'd like to thank each and every one of you. And if you want to also help us keep the lights on uh, the website is patreon.com slash landlord tenant. And we do have some bonus uh, material once we reach $100 a month. Oh, and that's going to be good, too. It's not going to be some, you know, oh, we, here's a little bit we cut out. We're going to come up with a whole new thing. Not a whole new thing, but some spinoff. Right. Maybe we could do, we based could on, ideas. we could do like a monk debate type thing, even no. on the subject of uh, what we were just talking about earlier. <laughs> Bands. It's not going to be a sitting in, uh, educational thing, but we could do a debate, you know. Is it, be it uh, resolved that sitting in a dark room with your mates and, and being a pervert is bad. That would be my stance on it. Oh. It's going to be good, though. Thank you so much, everybody. Really appreciate Thank that. Thank you. And we're clocking. We, we see who they, we see, we know who the, they are, who mm-hmm. donated, and oof. Best people in Canada. Love them. Well, um, I guess, uh, God, I mean, should we move on with to the segment? Uh, I think we'd better, yeah. <laughs> we should. Yeah, this is getting a little crazy. Um, what's the segment uh, we have? Uh... Beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. Those were sounds I made because I was impersonating a robot. Uh, so uh, keen listeners will know that this segment is going to be about the world of tech. And it's called The Landlord and Tenant Podmess Presents What the Tech. What the Tech. What the Tech. What the Tech. There's the theme song. So this is a little segment where we sort of reflect on um, tech in the news, mm. uh, developments in the world of tech. 
and uh, what they mean for for Canada and the wider world. <laughs> My first uh, thought is that uh, I'd like to let, let listeners know, in case they don't know, about a positive aspect of tech. Because we hear so much about how tech is, you know, uh, black mirror kind of stuff. It's going to ruin the world. It's going to kill us and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a, a nice thing about tech. It's called In Dreams, and it's a live performance by hologram Roy Orbison that will be taking place on January 14th here in Toronto at the Sony Center. Um, it's a hologram of Roy Orbison, you know, pretty woman. Um, uh, I'm going back one day, Blue, blue by yes, You, yes. Uh, crying, yeah. all those classics, and he passed away too young. I think his heart, uh, he died of a heart attack, but now thanks to tech, he's back. The company's called Base Hologram. They're a U.S. firm. They took care of bringing Roy back from the dead. Um, he's not a zombie, but it's like a, a hologram of Roy. And um, the Orbison family is fully behind in dreams the hologram Roy Orbison show. And I, the reason why I think it's a nice tech story is because, first of all, we all get to you know, experience Roy Orbison um, f- for the first time for many of us. He died before I was able to go to shows. But also, um, Roy Orbison was a good musical role model, because as far as I know, he never uh, did what the Beatles did. Oh, Mike, in let that, it go! In that f- infamous dark room Ugh. all those years ago. And, um, you know, I'd be pretty surprised if the hologram Roy Orbison um, masturbated on stage. Mike. Unlike Sir Paul. All right. All right. Um, time for my first What the Tech. A uh, little note here. <clears throat> um, and actually, this week, Canada, doctors in Canada performed Canada's first face transplant in Montreal. Oh. And I think this is great because we never know if there's going to be a situation where a super criminal is arrested and the police find a great cop and get them together and swap their faces. And then, have you seen Face Off? I'm trying to say this could be like, we could set up some situations like Face Off. Oh, now. the John Woo classic. Yeah, starring John Travolta and yeah. uh, Nicolas Cage. It's so good. And I've always obsessed about that movie. I want to, I, I, I would love to like take part in a face transplant, Face Off situation. If there's like one of my, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like one of my enemies and I could switch faces. You would actually let them cut off your face. Hell yeah. In the movie, it was fine. Okay. No, and and no, they were completely fine. They swapped faces back at the end. It's no problem. So the the face transplant that happened in Quebec though was it was it to bust a crime syndicate? No, or? no, like a guy was sick or something. Hunting accident, yeah. But oh. still, you could imagine, you know, a couple years, right. it might be like recreational. Imagine well, we swapped faces for a night. <laughs> I'd I, never do that. I would rather. Uh, I would rather be dead. But um, interesting, interesting that technology is getting there. Yeah, yeah. So check it out. Soon we won't be able to trust who's who. <laughs> Terrifying. You could uh, have a one-night stand and find out uh, with someone else uh, they've swapped faces. Now, that, that would be illegal. That's actually oh, very illegal. They should put restrictions on these Quebec doctors. Um, my second, what the tech thought? Um, it's about the um, the Apple event that took place the other day. Apple loves to put on a big show every few years and unveil their newest uh, gizmos and gadgets. And uh, this past week, they unveiled two new phones and a watch, the OS five. And I'm particularly interested in this OS five watch. Do you, are you an Apple Watch guy? Do you have a 
Yeah, I've got a couple Apple Watches, one for each wrist. Okay, well, you might want to get a new one, and I'll tell you why. The new OS 5 watch, it comes equipped with um, sort of like uh, body sensory equipment. It measures your heart rate, um, and your, uh, I, I guess your heart rate, and it, it also measures if you, have a f- if you fall down, if you have a hard fall, it senses that, and it automatically alerts 911, and it has emergency... Um, you know, first responders are are deployed to to okay. come save you, and that is welcome news for a guy like me, James. I'm always taking a tumble. I'm always falling down. Right, you have those tripping, soft slipping bones or whatever. I have soft bones, and they're sharp at the edges, and sometimes I fall, and the bones almost like come through my skin. Your bones are soft and sharp. <sighs> it's a you know what's what's that word? It's a condition. Uh, no, it's a. <laughs> Disease? It's a condition, but it's also a paradox, is the word <laughs> I was looking for. Huh. Um, and so, yeah, I'm always falling over, and the, the bones are going to puncture my heart one day. They're going to come out. And uh, basically, it's like a bunch, it's like I'm a vase inside, hmm. shattering. Yeah, you're in deep crap. Like It's amazing hmm. you've made it this long. Yeah, my doctor says I have the bones of two 86-year-old women. So <laughs> that's something that, wow. you know, this Apple Watch, I will be buying one. All right. Well, Thank you, for Tim Apple. Cook. You're saving Mike's life, maybe. Or Thanks. at least alerting us when Mike dies. Yes. Uh, my second What the Tech has to do with video games. Listeners know I'm all about streaming, Twitch, video gaming. Um, and a big story in video games lately... Uh, is microtransactions. So in the new uh, basketball video game, you buy the game, you pay 80 bucks, but then in the game, they'll be like, spend uh, five video game dollars to have a better shot or whatever, to dunk it better, you know, so you actually have to keep paying more to get good at the game. And a lot of people are mad about this. I love it. Um, listeners know I inherited a ton of money from my uncle, a bit tied up now in the in the album, Uh in the Russian song, but I do have lots of disposable income. And for me in the real world, it's great because I just get to spend my way out of anything and to, uh, you know, like, uh, really get into great situations for myself because of money. And now I'm so glad that's happening in the video game world too. It's nice to see that hierarchy, uh, extend to the virtual world. Doesn't that though, if you win just because you've been able to spend money, doesn't that sort of take away from the thrill of victory? Like Absolutely not. Uh, look at my body, for example. I've got hair plugs, 10 grand. I take steroids, 2 grand a month. Um, yeah. Waxing, 50, 80 bucks a week. So I look amazing, and yeah. I don't feel bad at all that a, that a you know, person of regular means couldn't achieve my bod. Right, so you don't care about the haters. Well, that's good. <laughs> I sure don't. I take Viagra, too. And I don't even need it, but... Right. Well, um, my third and final what the tech. Oh my goodness, we're already near the end. It's sad. Um, this is I'm I'm cheating a bit here. Uh, now please hear me out. Now, um, the weather is finally the summer's over. The weather's getting a little cooler, which made me think, hmm, what's the best tech for this time of year? And I realized it's right there in front of you, Michael. Jackets and coats. Now, granted, jackets and coats aren't uh, electronic. They don't plug in. They're not connected to Wi-Fi yet. But I would just like to, to send a shout-out to Jackets and Coats, because they were engineered by designers, and they are, I guess, technically a piece of technology that we, we need, and they, they look good. Well, very boring, Michael. It's, uh, well, have you, have you ever tried going through a, a fall season without Without my Canada Goose? Hell no. 
All right. Well, very good. Well, um, so my final, you know what? If you did a little, a little cheat on your last What the Tech, I'm going to do a cheat on this one, too. Oh, no, no. So what have you I guys, done? <laughs> you, you guys know that a hurricane, a hurricane is about to hit the Carolinas. Hurricane oh, Florence. Hurricane Florence. And you're probably thinking, oh, you're going to say, oh, the tech of the Doppler radar or whatever. That's great. Yeah. I was no. About, yeah. Not at all. Apparently, some people are staying in the Carolinas, they're boarding up their homes, and they're just, prote- like, they, what, they've got a guns and bats as protection in case anything goes wrong or, there's, or there are looters. And I just want to say, shout out to guns and bats, because I don't trust the government, I don't trust what the weather service says either, and I'm not leaving my home, even if the government tells me to. So, good for you. Stay right. at home. If you're listening in the Carolinas, stay at home. I would like to... to uh... Not, not uh, I would like you to leave your home if you're in the Carolinas, and if you happen to hear this before the the hurricane hits, uh, James, I, I feel like uh, that's not a positive side of tech: guns and bats that just will be used to injure well, people. Uh, you know what? In a disaster when, zone. Uh, FEMA agents are coming into your home. You know, I'll have a gun and a bat, and you won't, and we'll see who's better off. Right. Anyway, well. and that's what the tech. What the tech. What the tech? What the tech? There we go. I think that went very well. I think that was good, too. That was fun. Well, why don't we take a break Mm -hmm. and come back with our guest? Sure. Our friends have been suggesting for a long time that we visit this wonderful town. There's the famous Salisbury Cathedral, famous not only in Europe, but in the whole world. It's famous for its 123-meter spire. It's famous for its clock, the one of the first ever created in the world that's still working. And welcome back to the show, everybody. Hope you had a nice little break there. Uh, we always like to play some music between segments. Do you like uh, Do you like that song? I mean, that just played. It's It's weird. You made the music, right? I, I made it on my keyboard. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's great to be back. Um, yeah, and we we have our guest here now. Time for the guest, and this is actually very exciting um, because I actually brought this guest onto the show. I. I don't like to spend money on the building, but I've decided to in this case. I have hired a new event manager, Stacy McGonagall. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you, Stacy. Oh, it is so nice. A pleasure, if you will, to meet you. Isn't she great? Pleasure. Yes. Are you uh, from New Orleans or? Barrie, Ontario. Oh. Yes, nice. yes. The New Orleans of Ontario. Absolutely. I say that. We love powdered things. Jazz. Uh, Barry is a place like New Orleans. If you if uh, you give a woman some beads, she flashes you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just joking. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I was... Uh, the story with Stacy here is um, I was at a Jack Astor's in Toronto. And oh, here we go. Yeah. And if you're, Bragging alert! Yeah, if yeah. you're if you're listening in the states, Jack Astor's is kind of like a high end restaurant, like a TGI Fridays or whatever. A Chili's, Chili's, yeah, Chipotle that we have here in Canada. And this was there was this amazing 
night at, at Jack Astor's. The the um, Captain Morgan, a guy was dressed up like Captain Morgan walking yeah. around. The famous rum salesman? Yeah, yes. there was an actor portraying him, and there was free like tacos for everybody and yes. jalapeno poppers. I'm like, who organized this? What? They put me in touch with Stacy. It was me. You were behind that? Yes, Jack Astor's was unveiling another boneless wing flavor. Oh, wow. Yes. What flavor was it again? It was the super spicy. Oh, too too spicy for me. Yeah, and um, I came on in and I said, I know the kind of party you want and I'm going to make it for you. Oh, yeah. so confident. Yeah, well... I mean, I don't wear blazers, you know, for no reason. Yeah. Right. Yes. Nice. Thank you for wearing your, your blazer well, here to my apartment studio. Of course. Of course. Thank you for blasting the AC. It's a very thick blazer. <laughs> Is that tough as a blazer wearer? Do you always need it cool in the yes. room? Because mm. Yes. You know, in fact, they say that um, offices are often colder because men require it to be colder because of their suit. So I thought, get me in there. Mm-hmm. I want I want to feel what you guys are feeling. Right. And so there's like yeah. a, a battle of the sexes going on about who controls the temperature in the office usually. Absolutely. And in fact, that was one of the parties I threw when I first opened my company. Say what? Yes, it was a battle of the sexes. Who can stay the coldest? Oh, wow. oh at like an office? Yeah, or? I thought, oh, wow. let's get us together. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. James, what temperature do you like to to keep it when you're at home or when you're working out? Um, I usually keep it at about 30 degrees Celsius, which I think is, what is that, about 90 Fahrenheit? Um, I just like to sweat. I take a lot of supplements. Well, I think it's doing great things for your body, James. Thank you very much. I like to be overwhelmingly hot. Um, right. And Stacy, you actually yes. did it I, I, after the whole Jack Astor's yes. thing. I hired you to do an mm. event at my house. Yes. Um, I don't live in the building, by the way, listeners. If you don't know, I have my own beautiful house and uh, rich area of Toronto. Still he never... did make us write a warning um, on the walls mm-hmm. around the party that you, in fact, did not live there, which I love. Right. You're like, I do not live here. I have my own very expensive condo. Yes. This is not my exactly. actual home. Exactly. Mm. Yes. Um. And you know, I'm I'm just I'm excited about the things you're going to do for this building. Oh yeah, it's called the Let's Get Jazzed event. Yeah. Hmm. I'm. I'm uh, do I want to hear more? It sounds. It sounds kind of wild. Sure. Tell uh, does me. Does it? Oh well, James really felt like um, the building was becoming sort of a a dud area. A lot of duds around. That's which not is, true, though. Well, yeah. it is, Mike. This building is full of losers. Tons. You know, just tons of people. You know, talking about you know their sadness. John Mayer, a I mean, sort of KD flavor they haven't tried yet. Maybe mm-hmm. a few people like that, but uh, generally we're a pretty lively. Bunch no, anyway. No, it's sad sacks. Am I right, Stacey? Yes, you come into this building. Yes. It's sad sacks. It's. I did go undercover. I left my blazer in my Dodge Caravan, and I came and sort of walked around like one okay. of the normies. And I will say, we need to get jazzed in here. Mm. So tell me more about how you want to jazz up this building. Well, I'm going to add some sex. I'm going to add some oh, fire. Oh, I like it. Mike, I mean, how do you feel about Se- that? Well, you're going to have what people? You're going to have a, a, people arrange a sex well, party just, in the gotta, building. I'm not quite. We got to start feeling good about ourselves. You know, okay. it's like when you feel bad about yourself, put on a nice blazer, put on a nice pair of underwear. You know, clean your face, okay. show the world that you're ready to get down with the get down. Can I ask a question? Please. Will the actor who portrayed Captain Morgan be at this jazz party? Well, I don't want to reveal all the secrets, but. Yes. 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 He my was friend, so good. Oh God. Yeah, my friend David will be coming, and yes, he David. is—he's bringing a guac. 
the guacamole. Oh, good. (laughs) I mean, on the one hand, I like this mishmash of cultures. We've got jazz. We've got guacamole. We've got a pirate. Yeah. And uh, it's exciting, but, uh, you know... There's a thing, such a thing as a pendulum swinging uh, too far to the opposite side. Now, Mike, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Have you ever, regardless of emotional state, dipped a chip in a guac and had a bad time? Mm. <sighs> well, there are two answers. Well, there is one answer to that question. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. I have had <laughs> when, a bad time. When, Mike? When? I, um, about three years ago or so, there was a work function. Um, okay. I work at the CN Tower gift shop. And yes. we had a, uh, a party in the staff room and someone, this old woman who's no longer with us, who used to work with us, she brought in a, some guacamole she had made at home. Right. And I dipped a chip in and there was a bug in there and I <laughs> vomited all over the floor, did all over my because, uniform. Did you vomit because the guac was bad or because you have an insecurity around bugs? Because, mm. Well, because the bug just tickled. It was I could feel the little bugger crawling around in my throat oh, and wow. I just kept vomiting. I've got a good joke. Um, yeah, Mike has an insecurity around bugs. He sees their penises and gets jealous. Oh, you're bad. <laughs> you're devilishly bad. James, that's not true. I know, it's a Stacey, joke, that's not, Mike. You obviously uh, don't have a that's actually penis not the true. size of a bug's penis. It's not the size, it's what you do with it, as I, they say. That's not true. That's good. I agree. <laughs> um, may not be true? No. That's a fairy tale that they tell you to feel better. Oh, that that might actually be accurate. Now, yes. speaking of of gentlemen's privates and yes, this Captain sure. Morgan guy, yes, and David. you said it was going to be like a you can add some sex to it. We're not going to see his, you know what? I hope. Listen, David is an exotic dancer, but he just loves a tune, right? And he likes showing his body off. You know, he's mm. a man who likes to work out. He okay. he puts a lot of time and energy into it. And I say, hey, if you want to show it to me, show it to me. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong, James? No, you- you're not. He's really in good shape. He's good looking. Oh yeah, and like we when we were at Jack Astor's, they're passing around those very spicy boneless wings, and he's going no, 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 you know, because my right. body that's that's a lot of restraint. That's so much restraint. They're good. They're so you good. Had them, and you didn't super spicy boneless wings. Yeah, didn't make your skin turn redder than it usually is, and it didn't give you a headache. No, my I can handle a little bit of spice. All right. Well, Spice is a lifestyle, really. Yeah. Oh, yes. Is that true, Stacey? I yes. think so. I mean, I, there was a point in my life when I turned 31 where I said, let's just get spicy already. Mm. And were your 20s spicy or no? They weren't. You know, mm. I I mean, my 20s were more of a, a bug in a guacamole bowl, if you get mm. what I'm saying. Mm, I feel sick. There you go. Exactly. And I thought, you know what? I'm single. I'm ready to mingle. I've got a great events planning company. Let's throw on a blazer and get spicy, goddammit. So my idea that I've approached Stacy with is yes. like, what if we turn the lobby of this apartment building mm-hmm. into like a Jack Astor's for a night? Mm-hmm. You know, right. we like like Stacy says, it, we make it jazzy. We have the Captain Morgan guy. We get yeah. some boneless wings in, maybe. Yes. You know, for a night. Or maybe, like, we do it every Friday for a, a year. I don't know. Yeah, we get people down there. We start getting mixing and mingling, and we start moving our right. bodies around. We get Dave in there as Captain yeah. Morgan, juicing my, us up with a bit of rum. My motivation is, I don't care. I, I don't want to hear any more from my tenants about the I water know. isn't running, the lights yeah. are broken. I don't want to hear it anymore. I want this to be a fun cool place like a club yeah. where I can come and not be embarrassed by. I feel like this. everyone in this building it's like in high school when you have a loser friend oh, yes. you're embarrassed by. That's how I feel about the 
this whole building. Like, oh, I can't yeah. bring my cool friends Strombo. I can't bring Strombo to the building I own because people like Mike are in it. Oh, yeah. And no I agree with you. I mean, no offense, Mike. I, well, none, none taken, Stacey. However, James, I am offended. Um, are you looking me in the eye and telling me that George Strombolopoulos, were he to meet me, wouldn't like me and would think I was a loser? Because I find that, uh, that very notion laughable. Are you kidding me? Laughable. What do you think Strombo would like about you? He'd like that I'm an honest person, that I keep a tidy apartment, and that I, you know, I respect my heritage, uh, my Irish, Slovak, Hungarian heritage, because he sure respects his Greek heritage. Mike, so we have tons Mike. in common. No, Mike. you don't. Strombo's all about skateboarding. Earrings. I'll leather pants. Leather pants. He you has know? an earring. I have a belly button he ring. He loves thick rings around his thumbs and index finger. Well, yes. that's, I'm not, in, I don't like that, but there are so many other areas where we, you know, we mesh. Stacy, I did forget about that. Mike, um, his his ex passed away. I and did hear about In the morning, he, he got Thank a you. belly button ring to have a wi- do a wild thing and... It's. I was wow. like, dude. Well, get a tattoo. Get a tattoo. I mm. I heard about the death. There will be an in memoriam section for her. At, oh, at your party? Yeah, I wanted to be respectful. You know, James said you were kind of a bit oh of a, a is... tight ass in a way, and I thought this mm. might loosen the ass in a way to see your dead. Let me just lover. Put uh, uh, my respected. ass is, is is loose enough. Okay, it's loose okay. enough, and it doesn't Your need to get any looser. Not loose enough. It's, I think it's, it could get loose. It's so loose, James. You have no idea anyway that's so sweet of you thank you to incorporate my um personal tragedy into this party yes my ex-girlfriend ruth was considerably older than me we, she was 70 yeah lost... i know you guys were considering kids yes and we're still because i have a freezer full of her uh eggs here and you know one by one i'm uh oh. trying to mike. mike anyway they're uh, it's nice that you thought of me and you're going to have a little, I don't know, like what, what's the little tribute to Ruth going to be like? Well, I at thought the party? we put some, we have a digital photo uh, frame that I got from. My God. Yes, from a discontinued Blacks photography. And I dusted it out <laughs> nice. from my basement and I thought, you know, some dud needs to see his dead girlfriend on this. And so I thought mm. I'd put it in my Dodge Caravan and I'd bring it over to you. Okay. So we're going to have some dips around so people can look at the memories you had while they. Dip a Baba Ganoush or a guac or maybe Oh, a... she loved Baba Ganoush. Well, who yeah. doesn't like it? And where may I ask, where did you get the pictures of, of my uh, dearly departed? Well, James and I did have a couple meetings before today. Oh. Yeah, I took a couple snaps at the funeral, which, what episode was that? James! Two episodes ago. What? You took pictures of her in her... Uh, Goddamn coffin? Mike, don't be upset. He also took a very beautiful video, and it is what? stunning. And I've got some of me in it doing like the the two finger peace sign thing, and that, yeah, Mike, I didn't. I wasn't going to take a picture of her when she was alive. She hated everybody. Well, she didn't like you, and she didn't like being photographed. But you don't take you. I don't. I don't usually get aggressive like this. Yes, you. It's not my nature. You. But you do not take a video of another guy's d- dead girlfriend, and I have half a mind to. Knock your block off right now. Fine. Listen, Sorry. Yeah, I won't, no, that's okay. won't play I, it at the party. Jeez. I was, I mean, that reminds me of the commercial pitch I had for the very spicy boneless. 
Oh, Jack really? Astor's oh. wing. Oh, a ma- two men get fired up and they go, don't you talk to me like that. I'm getting right. fired up. And then they take a bite of the wing and they go, I didn't think I could get spicier, but I I got very That's spicy. So good. Yeah, thanks. Wow. I'd do love you, to do see commercials. That. Like I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get in there, you guys, and I I would, you know, I'd like to get into the commercial game as well yeah party planning and commercials it seems like you've got an iron in every fire you have to these days don't you guys feel i mean james do you feel like you just can be a landlord like we're you know now you're a musician you know my well i'm i'm a producer i'm a music producer i'm a landlord you know i i do have i mean a dad oh yeah 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 i do have a kid if we're yeah, but sort of. A Plus, time. you have your own solo podcast, The Puff, which is all about the world of cigarettes. Yeah, I do have a sister podcast called The Puff. Um, but commercials would be kind of fun. I wouldn't mind getting into commercials. Maybe we could think up a, a commercial campaign right now. What would be a oh, good product? I know. What's that? What's that medicine that um, it's about? It's like for heartburn, so you can eat like a pig. And- oh, is it well, Tom's or is it Gavisol? Or Gavisol? Gavascon. Yeah, I can see you in one of those ads where you're like. You take the pill and you're like, usually I get sick when I eat spicy wings, but I can take this pill and eat as many as I want and be disgusting and I don't respect myself. And, you know, I'd love to see you in that kind of ad. Very funny, Mike. Actually, if we did do a Gav... We should. If we did do a Gaviscon yeah. ad, I bet we would be actually very good. Oh, yeah. Maybe, how? Well... What? What are we thinking? Maybe it could be... Imagine, like, a guy flying a jumbo jet. Okay? I love this already. And he's this hot guy. He could be your friend, Captain Morgan actor. Dave. Dave. Yep. He's he's flying a jumbo jet. It's full of people. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, he starts sweating. And he goes, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that uh, chili dog. Yeah. And then he's so hot and sweaty, he has to take off his shirt. Oh, of course. Because we've got to show... We gotta show some the goods skin. in the we gotta plane. Show the goods. Yes, in the plane, pilots take off their get naked all the time, and yeah. they have sex up there. Yeah, it's the Mile High Club. All right, right. loosen your asshole a bit. Anyway, it's, it's, yeah. believe me, it's loose. Okay, then the pilot. He's so he's got such bad heartburn. He's he's guys flying into a. He's about to fly into a building. I'm scared now. My God. Anyway, then I come in with Gaviscon, and I'm like, take this, bro. And I'm not wearing a shirt either. He takes the Gaviscon. Oh, I feel better, and. Uh, Plane land safely. So you're Dare just, I say I think that you should? Oh, I'm so sorry, Mike. Well, I was just going to ask about a plot detail. So in the ad for Gaviscon, yeah. are you a crew member who's just walking around without a shirt, or are you a uh, passenger on the plane who's taking off his shirt? I'm myself. I don't. I'm oh, a I passenger. I might be a flight attendant. You okay. might just be there, you know, serving the party. I like that. Plus, okay, you'd have to be a, like after 9/11. I'm sorry to go there. They lock. They started locking the cockpit, making it harder to get in there because uh, the terrorists went into the cockpit right. and murdered the pilot. Well, so I'm how would you get into co-pilot. the cockpit? I'm a co-pilot. He's a co-pilot. Right. I believe that. You both take your shirts off. Yeah. You, know, you toss in the Gaviscon. You high five. You hug a little yeah. bit. You know. You give us a little bit of romance. Yeah. And sure. then you fly. Then you jump out the plane together. Oh my god. And then you, the parachute just says up in the sky. Wait. Gaviscon. They abandon the passengers to their fate? Well, I mean, now that the heartburn's gone, the party can start. Yeah. What is that, 300 dead? Mike, you gotta loosen up. When's the last time you went to a party, It's hard to loosen up when we're looking at the burning wreckage of a hypothetical plane here. And the 2019 Grammy for Best Stand-Up Comedy Album goes to 
James Hartnett for Get Bent. I did it! I did it, baby! I'm the best stand-up comedian in the world! Anyone who doubted me can kiss my ass! Oh yeah, you're only booing because you're jealous! Hi, I'm James Hartnett, and what you just heard is my prediction for what will happen next year. Because I have just released a stand-up comedy album called Get Bent. It's a 43-minute whirlwind where I cover everything from eclipses to my uncle in northern England to what it might be like to eat a gazelle. So that's Get Bent by James Hartnett, available on iTunes or wherever you download your music. How dare you! I am basically a god! Why don't you all zip it? So, Stacy, yes. what, what did you do before you were an event planner? Like this is this happened when you were in your early thirties. My early thirties, I started to pick up the events planning game. Right. I was. Uh, that's a good time to get into event planning. Yeah, yeah. you know, I sort of crashed and burned in a way. Ooh. Uh, my life was sort of demanding and eat pray love situation but i really hate traveling mm. so i Me thought too, yeah. how can i bring the excitement to myself and that's when i was watching the tv in the afternoon and i saw an episode of marilyn dennis and this party planner came on and Love the dennis. crowd went wow. nuts may i just say her crowds are the best in the business and yes. i don't just mean canada i mean even american talk shows. oh yeah yeah. You know, I went to her show once, and they gave me a free stapler, and I screamed like I had just wow. met Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> and I feel like I'm about to scream. Yeah. <laughs> Can we tell our American listeners, Marilyn Dennis is like our Oprah? Yeah, or Oprah combined with... With like Ellen, yeah, or like imagine an Oprah who doesn't ask any hard hitting questions, and an Ellen who's only got about ten minutes of happiness for the audience. And and it's together, and it's I think only local to Toronto. Yes, and it's sort of in a like a less big studio. Yes, and I doubt she's that rich. Yes. But still. And that kind of Oprah we have. Yeah. We, yes. Oh, we've got that here. Oh, yes. So you saw a, a an event planner on an episode she of She came Maryland. on and she was wearing a pair of high heels that said, I got it together. And <laughs> she had on this blazer that said, come at me, world. I'm ready to fight you. And I Literally. said, yes. Oh, wow. she was, you know, yeah, she was a fiery woman. And I said, I want to be that. Yeah, so I wow. put down my bag salad that I'd gotten from a convenience store, and I said, okay, it's got to change today. You brought the salad to the live taping? Well, no, but I was I was rewatching it. Don't they search the audience salad. before? Are you allowed to bring food into the I didn't have it then. I was, I was rewatching. Oh. I was very adamant at the producer. When will you be airing this? I need to right. see this. Yeah. You know, and I watched yeah. it again, and I was really inspired. That's really cool. That's yeah. an amazing story that I think a lot of our listeners are going to enjoy. <laughs> You think yeah. me watching Marilyn Dennis while eating a bagged salad? It's inspirational. You know, you, I can see it on the big screen. You have to hit rock bottom yeah. before you can reach the stars. That's a great point. Is that a Marilyn quote or is that you? That's me. Wow. I'm, Whoa. yeah, I've been writing down a lot of my thoughts in a journal, hopefully to be released as a book. What I'd do you guys it. think of that? I, I love it. I'm not a book reader, but. I encourage you. I think that's great. I, I just got a weird thought. And I okay. Hope, do you guys mind if I share it? Please. If you are, I just was thinking, because we have an international audience here, people right. from everywhere, probably outside of Canada, especially in America, if where people are hearing us say Marilyn, Marilyn, and they're thinking immediately of Marilyn Manson. 
Whereas in Canada, when you hear the name Marilyn, you think of Marilyn Dennis. Isn't that interesting? Because they're a little different. Uh, only a little, though. <laughs> a little bit. Go out on a limb there, Mike. Yeah, they're really different. And I know Marilyn Manson, and he's very different. No, you don't. Yes, I do. How do you know we Marilyn We talk about Manson? politics together. He's really, really smart. Mm-hmm. You know, the next time you see him, can you ask a question for me? Sure. I'm curious as to why he got breasts with no nipples. I do actually know the answer to that. Okay. Uh, jogging. That makes sense. The nipples oh. rub against the jogging yes. shirt. I can picture Marilyn Manson on the treadmill when he still had nipples going, ouch, 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 with, with every uh, stride he makes, and then getting the nipples removed and going, this is more like it. Yeah. I've yeah. had mine removed. What? Well, I'm thinking about it. I'm, being, I'm jumping the gum. You're, what? I'm, know, I might do it next year. Dave saw you at the Jack Astros and he said, who's that guy? I know, but I just think... Don't you think not having nipples is almost like a stream? Like it, it makes you seem futuristic, like streamlined. You know, like there's more aerodynamic. Before you jump into that pool of the no nipple gang, I would like you to at least get a piercing before really experiment with your nipples with before nipple? you get rid of them. Ah, it's so tough. But I mean, I don't need nipples. Here's the thing. You tell me as a music producer that you like my sound, you want me to join your record label, yeah. and then you go, let's party, and you take your shirt off, and you got a nipple ring? I'm signing some contract papers, my but friend. What if I took my shirt off, and I had no nipples, and it was just flesh? Uh, security! Can yes. we please oh, have this man removed? Give me a break. How, how badass would that body modification be? I'm, I'm, I'm really planning on doing it. Well, me and Marilyn. You Manson. and Marilyn Manson, yeah. You can form a little club together. <laughs> we probably will. The No Nipples Club. Are you a little jealous that he not has a, this relationship that you don't have, Mike? Not at all. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of Marilyn Manson. Who um, are you a fan of? Well, how much time do you have here? I, um, I love the Rankin family, and now there is a clan that I can, with 100% certainty, say they've all got their nipples. Uh, with a hundred percent certainty. With a hundred percent certainty. Mike, I we gotta shake you loose. I like your face. I like your body. You. I like what it says. But then you say something like the Rankin family, and I say, This guy's gotta shake up a bit. Mm. I like the well, you didn't let me finish. I also like the bare naked ladies. Okay. And I like um, you know, early Gordon Lightfoot and everyone I'm naming. Full nipples. Stacy, you're someone who yeah. Knows how to plan an event. Yes. You know how to plan a life. Like, yeah. what would you do if you had got your hands on Mike for a week or something? Oh, would wow. you change his look, his hair? I think that we would we would spice you up. We'd get you okay. in some tighter pants than you'd be ready for. Because yeah, Mike has really wide. They're almost jean coat. I mean, they're not, but they're, you have like those real wide cargo pants on right yeah, now. Yeah, they're wideies. Yes, yeah, that's not a good look it's anymore. Not a good I like to let my legs breathe. No, and I like, I like don't the want way that. that there's like the extra fabric kind of billows in the wind and oh. drags behind me sometimes because they're too long as well. Mike, no, <laughs> nobody. It's that's a bad look. Am I right? It's Stacey? a bad look. And you know, what? in fact, I feel like the event, James. If I can even speak mm-hmm. in this sort of way, maybe the party should be an unveiling of the new Mike. Oh my God! Like a 
reality show a reality show right oh my god that's a good idea you call some of your producer friends we get Mike coming down the elevator he comes out to the lobby the new Mike and I would announce I'm running for president yeah (laughs) no Mike Mike. like like Donald Trump Um, so you want to to plan a party tight pants I I say we get away with the shirts it's shirtless we get a leather vest we oh leather vest I feel like we get you puff out that chest hair you know Um, you do a couple push ups before the unveiling so women go oh he could lift me up and then get a pump on yeah yeah, pump on we're gonna pump you up pump that hair up real high what about some uh plastic surgery i'd like to see mike crow's feet you know uh eliminated maybe like some um botox i mean how do you feel about that mike you want to inject botox into my eyes no into your face your eyes are fine we get a big beard, so we add some mystery. Well, just a big beard. Interesting. Yes. Like a false beard. No, you grow it, <laughs> oh. Mike. Well, there's uh, no way you can grow a beard. I have a question about Botox. Now, as you're a party yes. planner, so yes. I feel like you'll know the answer to this. I'm aware. I, I'm in the scene, Mike. I'm a partier. When people inject Botox yes. into their body, do they also get high? Do they also get like high I, like, it's on dr- like they're on drugs? I think they get high off the adrenaline of escaping youth. Mm. What is Botox? Do you know? It's a poison. No, it's really? Botany. Is it botany? Bo- 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 botulism? Botulism. Mike, you're so smart. I read about Botox a lot. It's botulism. I read all the blogs. The really? Bo- so you put blogs. it in your face and then it freezes it. What? That's what happens? If you want a good example of what Botox can do, you have to look at Nicole Kidman's face. Oh, is it bad right now? Yes. She cannot move her forehead at all anymore. God bless her soul. So she just did it too much? For many years, yes. That sucks. That's yeah. scary. So so people put botulism in their face and then it yep. makes it freeze? Freeze completely. Yep. And then oh you can put God. it in your armpits and stop sweating. A lot of celebrities do that so they don't sweat on the red carpet, what? which is a little known oh. fact I know from my planning days. That's why Ooh. you never see Ben Affleck with a, a sweat stain under his shirt. He's always dry as a bone. But don't so many people do Botox? Like, yes. don't even like everyday people do it? Yes. But people we know. Now, can you still feel your skin when there's Botox? No. So if you had, if I walked up to Nicole Kidman right now and gave her like, as if I was like um, a Russian grandma. by her security team oh, well, that's feet away. The way. Wait, sure. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd say I'd cleared it with her security team. If I walked up to her like a, a, a Italian grandmother and gave her cheek a big squeeze, she wouldn't be able to feel that? She would just go, I ain't squeezing my cheek. I'm sure she'd feel pressure, but I don't think she would feel something that says, ow. Wow. Interesting. It's so interesting to learn about Nicole Kidman's face. (laughs) Well, you know, this is just a a tidbit of knowledge that I've packed away in my event planning brain. Wild. Um, Can I throw something at you, Stacey? Yes, please. Last week we talked about this. Mike was bragging about his yellow teeth. Oh, Mike, okay. as you can see, has really yellow teeth. And I suggested... Take a look. Yeah, they're part of me. They're part of my family heritage. All the men in my family have yellow teeth. And okay. I, I love them. Mike. Well, like, you hear what I'm saying? So I, I was saying to Mike, you know when people get that almost alarmingly white teeth? Like, yes, blue-white. Like, is that what it is? Where you're almost like, whoa, that's too white. Yes. I mean, a great example of that would be Hillary Duff, mm. who got brand new teeth when she was younger. You can right. Google it if you've got time. You know, sometimes I to. find myself just, you know, yeah. researching. And uh, yeah, that's over white. Yeah. What is that? What are they doing when they do that? Most of them 
If you guys want to know, it's yeah. fake teeth. Really? Veneers. Oh, Lord. Wow. Hillary. <laughs> Hillary got veneers, and you know what? She had to shave them down a little bit to make them look more normal. That's oh. weird, because when you... It's imagine, another thing I picked up. Because wow. guys like us, we wake up in the morning like, oh, I need to give, I need to, I need to shave, and we shave our skin on our face. Oh, but me too. Hillary Duff wakes up every morning. She's like, oh, I need to shave. She needs to shave her... Uh, teeth. Mike, she's using down. a dentist. A dentist is helping her do that. Right. Okay. And so. no judgment. I, I feel bad. I'm not. You know, no judgment that they've they've had fake teeth. So many celebrities have fake but teeth. It just sometimes I think it looks like a bit not great. Well, well, here's the thing. As an event planner, I know celebrities, they want to be front and center. You know, like Dave, you know, he wants mm. to be the Captain Morgan's guy. And that comes with consequence and really hard work. Now, has he? Is he one of several Captain Morgans who who are in the party circuit, or is he like yeah. Canada's like Captain the Dread Morgan. Pirate Roberts, where they, you yeah. know, the one dies and then a new one like takes Benam over? Dinesh. But oh, is that how Benam Dinesh works? The snowman dies. And yeah, then when one passes one. away, <laughs> yeah, well, another one's rebuilt. Only one at a time, though. Yes, one yeah. Benam at a time. One Benam. You can't have more than one Benam. We have anarchy. That would be a great. Um, Black Mirror episode though. There's like wow. two banums out there in the snow coming for you. Yeah, you know what? Rem- remember that movie that came out recently where it's like puppets who jizz or whatever? The Happy Time Murders. Right. Imagine a a movie like that, but it's banum Dinage and he's uh, nasty. Now I guess we should explain. Do you know uh, what we're talking about, Stacy? You seem what horrified. No, I just like your I liked your pronu- pronunciation of Benum Dinesh. Oh, what, did I do it bad? Nage. Nage. Someone's not a francophone, and his name is James. Now, to our non-Canadian listeners, I feel like is... I brought a lot of Canadiana here to this podcast today. Do you want to describe for our American and Filipino and uh, and Russian listeners who Benum Dinesh is? You know, Mike, I think you're doing such a great job that you should do it. But it is a Fun-loving snowman from Quebec. Right. And he's, I believe, the mascot for the annual uh, Festival d'Hiver, the Winter <laughs> Festival. Yes. And that- he's the mascot, and he's this, he has this magnificent red <laughs> cap on and a Stunning. sash, and he, he walks around Quebec City just hugging everyone, and everyone oh, yeah. loves him. And But I imagine try- this movie I made up where he's a freak. Yeah, that'd be, well... Well, I tried to get the contract for that, and I tried to sexify Benam Dinesh. And oh. let me tell you, behind the snowman, there is a little freak. Oh. So, Jim, I think you're onto something. Tell us more. Well, I lost the contract to that massive event because I didn't quite understand the history behind it. That's a little lesson for me. It's not just about maple syrup and hugging a snowman. So right. that was a big learning point for me early on in my career. I'm so sorry to hear. That's fine. Again, we got to hit rock bottom before we can reach mm. the top stars. Top stars. James. We each said a different word. <laughs> this goes to show you how every person is a unique snowflake. Do you think you're at rock bottom, Mike? Oh. Now, <laughs> that's an interesting question. I would have to say no. I think you could go lower as well. Well, I'm not sure if that's a compliment or a uh, if you're damning me with. Uh, well, I, I mean it's low, you know. but I see a lower point coming. Where do you see me at my lowest? How do you see that Oof, happening? It's not good. I mean, I just kind of met you, but I have an idea of your rock bottom. Please, by all means, you're the guest. I, I think it's one day you're watching some afternoon TV, maybe a Marilyn, right. Dennis, eating a bag salad, 
that you got from a convenience store and you look to that freezer and you think, maybe I should take out those eggs. Uh, yeah. Right. Maybe today I become a dad with my elderly yeah. girlfriend's eggs. Well, there are so many of them in it's that like, freezer. If you had like 40 kids... Yeah. From your crazy ex Ruth. Sorry for saying that, but it's true. She wasn't. Yes, she was. And you just live here alone in this tiny apartment with 40 little mics. That's bad, dude. And that probably is your low point, which, I mean. It's not, it wouldn't be low. It would be, you know, children are a blessing. And if but you got to get loosened up for a kid, Mike, and I'm not seeing it. Maybe I don't need to get loosened up. Maybe they want a. Uh, a, a dad with my unique personality. You know, I'm, you I'm James, vigilant. Why don't you and James go out on the town? I'll, I'll plan it all. Pop some Viagra. You guys don't need it. Obviously, sure. James has been very adamant but about that. But I do that. take it. He does take it. Why perfect. do you take it? I take one a day. And even though you... It's like you, aspirin. You claim you don't need it. I take it one a day just for that act. Like, dude, I'm an adrenaline junkie. You get yes. that, Stacey, right? Yes. I'm an adrenaline junkie. I don't just have a sip of warm tea. I have hot tea scalding tea and i chug it all down oh, so yeah. i don't just don't just do it my you know it has to be extreme i have to have a you know isn't that dangerous boner. can't you die like uh, yeah you can die good you never wanted to play the dangerous game of death mike yeah the game of well i mean Russian i guess roulette well we yeah. all have we all have a death drive drive apparently i know but uh no i'm not gonna try and you know uh court death by you know popping viagra and jumping out of planes and all <laughs> you this gotta stuff. come to my halloween event it's just you get dressed up in just the you know the sexiest outfit you can you, and it, you just go into a dark room and you just see what happens oh like a key party wow. or a... yeah it's called what will you find party i know oh. i know who i don't want to see dressed up at this party in the dark i don't want to see four men dressed up like the beatles in the dark here okay, we go based but... on the recent story about the beatles um getting disgusting together may i ask you a question please i i keep bringing up the beatles masturbating and yes i'm, I'm sorry yeah um you know it's almost halloween who, who you're a party planner what are some yes. of the the uh, exciting uh costumes you're looking forward to this halloween 2018 oh, this halloween 2018 okay i'm i'm gonna get a little interested in how we go politically okay mm, i want right. to see a sexy pence calling everyone mommy Ooh, and of course you're like mike pence, pence. yeah yeah Mother. Mother. And, he, and he's talking to his wife. Yeah. One of those guys? Yeah. If you're a guy who calls your wife mother, you're effed in the head. Oh, yeah. Right? I Absolutely. have to agree. I have to agree. You know, I'm also looking for, um, you know, the sexy, uh, the sexy feminist, the right? sexy, um, you know. Yeah. Who's a, Mike, who's a feminist? Um, um, Rose McGowan. Yes. Is that, am I <laughs> right? Li- yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. How do we yes. set, how do we sex her up? Oh, the notorious RBG. Yes, <laughs> because that's what Halloween's about, isn't it? Do you guys ever do uh, non-sexy costumes? Um, as a rule, I do. Yes, uh, James does sexy costumes, and I'm I don't do sexy costumes. Last year, I went as Robin Hood. Wow! <laughs> Did you steal anything? Um, well, I, you know what, perhaps I should have. I really didn't, except I guess I stole a few too many, uh, handfuls of popcorn from the bowl. What's your favorite Uh, costume you've ever done? Uh, I did a sexy leprechaun. There you go. So I painted my whole skin, uh, green and, uh, wore thong. And he's not telling you the 
crucial detail. Right. He took more than his usual one Viagra that day. So it was a bit of a ruder leprechaun (laughs) than people are used to with a big green... I don't know what to call it. Yeah, and Mike was there with Ruth, and she passed out. Yeah, she doesn't didn't like loud noises or sugar. But I was dressed up like Robin Hood, and I had to carry her home. I made Marion. Oh yes, that's yeah. nice. And we had Mike and I had a fight at the Halloween party because Mike tiptoed up to me and tr- pretended to take my wallet. Like I'm Robin Hood, taking from right. the rich and giving to the poor. Haha. And I thought he was actually robbing me, so I spun around. I punched him in the face. Well, what are you gonna do? Of course. I yeah. thought it was. I thought I was being burgled. And then Mike was like, "No, no, it was." You knew. I had told you earlier in the day by text. That I was going to the party as Robin Hood, and you, I guess you were so drunk or high, I, you didn't seem yourself that night. You told me three hours earlier. You honestly expect me to remember There's, that? He hit Rules me in the don't f- apply on Halloween. He hit me in the face so hard, I had to go to the hospital, and I lost, like, so much blood. Oh, my God. You get blood back. You grow blood back, Mike. Yeah. Yes, we all know we grow blood back, but it still wasn't uh, the way I wanted to spend Halloween. Anyway. But you know what you have now is a memory. That's yeah. true. Imagine That's true. you went as just regular Robin Hood. You went as just a leprechaun. You know, we yeah. need we need catastrophe in our lives to remember that we're living. Oh my God, that's really good. That's you should another- write. You, you should write this book. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm really trying. It's hard wow. being a businesswoman. Oh yeah, seems I got hard. quotes yeah. for days. Um, who do you want to go as for Halloween? Well, I've already decided. I'm going um, as a woman who forgot her pants. Okay. You know, because I'm going to be business up top, party on the bottom. Right. Wow. Completely. That's... Or No, I'm going to have some underwear on. <laughs> that would be a wild, a wild <laughs> move. Wow. Also, a little, you know, if there's food being served and, you know, it's just, it could be a... Does not, a woman's not, body scare I'm not saying, you? I'm not saying yeah, because you're a woman. No, I'm, you scary, Mike? I'm saying anyone who's naked from the waist down. Man, woman, or child. Oh, is this about <laughs> That's the Beatles? Like... No, this is just a health and Them food get, safety issue. I know they kept half their their top suits on and their bottoms off, and then they got creative. Mike, you got to get creative. You got to loosen your butthole. Yeah, that's been a theme of this podcast. You keep telling me to loosen my butthole. And that's just I've, another quote in my book. We all have to. Okay, and do you mean that literally, or is that sort of a metaphor? It can for... be taken in both ways. Okay. When I was in my twenties, I was. Holding myself tight. What was your butthole like in your? Oh, it was going. You know, get away. You know, it was. It was. I'm scared. You know, I don't want to show who I really am. I don't want to let whatever noise wants to come out out. You know, and that's figuratively and literally. You need some um, gastrol. What's the medicine we were talking? Gaviscon. Gaviscon. Gastrol. Yeah. Gastrol. And you know, and I just think back now, and I just think that life I had in my 20s, and I'm glad I got shaken loose, and I just let it out. All right. Well, Good maybe I'll... You. Thank you, James. I'll consider it. So, Stacey, um, I know you have an event to go to. We yes. do, at the end of the podcast, for five minutes, a quick game. Great. Do you have time for that? I have time. Yes, please. Okay. So, why don't we take a quick break, and then we'll come back with our final segment. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's time for everyone's favorite segment, a segment that always goes viral. Of course, I'm talking about our weekly game. 
time for the game, the game, the game. It's one of our super popular games. They always go viral and that is our aim. So sit back and please enjoy this game. And there's the music. So this week's game, uh, why don't you uh, tell Stacy what we're going to do? Well, James? I don't really want to do this one, but Mike insisted that this is the game this week. He's obsessed. Um, Mike wanted to play the game called If You Were in That Dark Room with the Beatles oh, when they were doing that thing to themselves, what would you do? Mike. So it's a hypothetical, historical, right. it involves time travel. I love that. Um, you know, it's just, it's, you can learn a lot about someone by how they answer this question. Right. Hmm. So um, I'll, I'll go first. And, okay. Unless yeah. anyone objects. That's very gentlemanly of you, Mike, and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. So if I had been back there in the early 60s in that uh, famous house in London in the dark with John, Paul, George, and Ringo, and apparently some of their other friends as well. It wasn't just the four of them. And they were touching themselves like animals. What would I have done? I would have turned the lights on, and I would have uh, gone around the circle where they were sitting in their chairs with their, you know, unzipped, and I would have slapped each of them in the face. John, George, Paul, Ringo. I'd slap him twice, both sides of the cheek. Ringo, slap twice. I'd say, what on earth do you boys think you're doing? When, if this story is ever released 50 years from now, you'll look foolish and think of how your families will feel. How does Stella McCartney feel to hear her dad talking about all this stuff? Um, and I would slap him. I'd say, get a hold of yourselves, not literally, and uh, get back to practice and record a song instead of t- touching yourselves. And that's what I would have done if I'd been in that room all those years ago. Like... Oh, I mean... I don't know. I don't even know what to say. How does Ringo's son feel to Psycho. hear that? Or how does Sean Lennon feel? They don't care. They don't care. They expect it, Mike. They expect it. Well, all right. All right. Well, here's my turn. I'll uh, say what I would do if I had been in that room. It's a pretty different answer than Mike's. Okay. I would have said, hey, I like this. And I would have shown him a couple of new moves. That's what I would have done. What? If I had been back there with the Beatles, I would, I would have been like, hey, why don't you try this one and throw them a new move? That's how you have a good time. And I love that answer. So Thank you. What kind of new moves do you I mean? I don't know. I, I think one up. I don't I know. Could... You're hopping up and down or you use a different <laughs> so hand them, or something. You, you oh, show yeah. them a move, you jump up and down and start. <laughs> bopping away. To the, maybe it inspires a new track, you know, a, a new yeah. uh, drum beat, a new. Uh, a new dance move. A new dance move. If you're move. a pervert. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what I would have done if I had been in that room and they would have been like, hey, we love you. We love that new move, you totters. Just just jumping up and down and... and yeah. F- and what else, though? Is there another move, too? Mm, I don't know. Rolling around on the ground while you're ranking off? Oh, that's even worse than jumping yeah, up and down. We love you, James. That's a great move, you totters. Oh. Hey, would you like to be in our band? And then I probably would have been in the Beatles. Oh, wow. You could have played so many of my events. That's just conjecture. <laughs> yeah. That's, you don't know if you'd have been in the Beatles. <laughs> Wouldn't be shocked. New front man. You know, like I say, you know, you never know. That's another big quote for me. Uh, you true. never know. That is know. such a good one. Uh, yeah, Stacey, if you, if you had been in the room with the Beatles. And it's interesting because we get to hear a woman's perspective. Right. Absolutely. Well, I would come in and I would say, 
don't mind me, fellas. I would light some patio lantern, little bulbs around. Oh. I'd, you know, maybe I'd put on some music. You know, I'd bring in Dave. Uh, he'd be all dressed up, leg up, you know, just chanting them, keep, Ch- you know, Captain keep Morgan. going. Is that you know, Captain keep going. Morgan? Yeah, and I would, you know, I'd pass around some very spicy, boneless Jack Astor's wings, and I'd say, hey, guess what we're having now? It's not just a jerk circle. It's a jerk party. My name's Stacey oh. McGonigal, and... This is free of charge. You're the Beatles. Free. And I hope they don't touch themselves after they get that hot spicy sauce all over their hands because they'd have to go to the hospital. I don't dictate, no pun intended, how the party goes, but I guarantee everyone's going to have a good time. Right. That's it. She's an event planner. And she, you know what? I love yeah. it. You would have made it an event. Oh, yeah. And I would have been, you know, very supportive. I can really see. Yeah, yeah. You really, you know painted a better picture than we did because you're an event planner. You made it a whole Thank thing. Thank you. Now, what kind of music would you play? Because would you play their own music? Or would you play a, like the Rolling Stones? Because they would get mad, maybe? Or? Yeah, you know, I, I you know, I, I might bring in, you know, maybe uh, some originals. You know, maybe some classical. I mean, when I when I like to work right. a lot, when I like to sit down and write, I put on some classical music and zone out. And yeah. I think if I'm, if they're tugging on their own instrument, maybe they need to zone out a little bit, an, too. I, I've got an idea, Stacey. If it's time travel, you're coming from the future. Yeah. You could bring a modern song. How about Who Let the Dogs Out? Oh, wow. <laughs> so the Beatles would be masturbating and eating hot wings to in the dark to Who Let the Dogs Out. Yes. I don't like Blaring. it. I don't or maybe like a Mambo number five to keep them on beat. Sure. One, Loot. two, three, four, five. You know, just the names yes. of women just to keep them sort of erect right. if they need yeah. that help. This is... I. Thank God we don't have a time machine. Let's just put it that way. Oh, I don't know. I keep manifesting, and there's power in words. <laughs> well, Stacy, thank you so much Boys. for joining us. You have a podcast. I do. It's a plug it's a, it. It's a podcast called Regular Girls. Mm-hmm. I host it uh, every week with my friend Renee Young. So, is it kind you, of like a, a female version of of our show? It is. There are uh, segments and arguments and topics that need answers. So very, you you should come on to my podcast. I would love to have you. Sure, and read your tarot cards. Oh, that'd be fun. I would love it. I dabble in the dark arts. You should come in. Oh, right. Maybe I won't join you then. (laughs) (laughs) You have to now, Mike. Uh, Don't have to do anything. Well, Stacy, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. What a pleasure. Have me back. Um, absolutely. Thank you, Mike. uh, James, I five. We've done another episode. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody.